Hi, everyone, and welcome to Val Talks Pets, the forum for pet parents and enthusiasts alike. Having been in the pet industry for over 10 years now, I'm going to share with you issues and questions that arise as I work with pet parents on a day-to-day basis. I am not a veterinarian, but I do have certifications in canine, feline, small animal, fish and herptile, and avian health and nutrition from the University of California, Davis Extension. Hi, everyone, and welcome to this episode of Val Talks Pets. In this episode, I'm going to stick with our feline friends again and talk specifically about nutrition and food for our feline friends. Throughout many of my episodes on cats, I've addressed how cats get often painted as fussy and finicky and picky. Are they? Is there a reason? Well, Let's go through some of the food issues and nutritional requirements for cats and kittens. And if you are new to feline parenthood, I hope you can pick up some good tips to make sure you have a healthy and happy cat. Let's start with what a cat is. Cats are what are called obligate carnivores. This means that they must have meat to survive. Unlike dogs that are omnivores or falcatative adaptive carnivores, they cannot be adjusted to a plant-based diet. A cat's diet must include meat and or organ meat. So let's be clear here. A cat cannot be a vegetarian. As I've mentioned before, we have had people ask, What kind of vegetarian diet can I put my cat on? Because I'm a vegetarian and I don't want my cat eating meat. The answer is an emphatic none. You cannot feed a cat as a vegetarian. They will most likely die. Feral cats subsist on catching prey. And that's why they are so proliferate as they can keep themselves fed on mice, birds, chipmunks, etc. This is why a cat is not just a carnivore, it is an obligate carnivore. Okay, so here's the question. Why are there grains in many brands of dry cat food? Now, in the use of grains, there will be carbohydrates, but the type of carbohydrate may be different as some grains are low carbohydrate and some are higher. Here's a very interesting study from nomnomnow.com. In one study, researchers found that on average, cats offered the choice of four cat foods, high fat, high carb, high protein, and balanced, chose to get 43% of their calories from carbohydrates compared to just 30% from protein. In another study, researchers observed that cats fed a higher carb diet tended to restrict their eating, to restrict carb intake, which also had the effect of restricting protein and fat intake. Now, as they point out, the taste or palatability can't be controlled. Cats that find a certain food tastier than another may have nothing to do with the presence or absence 
of carbohydrates. So let's separate grains from carbs for a minute. In many formulas, you will see carbs, even in grain-free food. Here is part of the ingredient panel that Rory eats in the senior formula. After the protein, there is a list. Cranberries, blueberries, pumpkins, etc. Then kelp, taurine, of course, spinach, juca, green tea, and so forth. There is quite a bit. The spinach and juca are carbs. So are carrots and asparagus, for example. This food is grain-free, but has healthy carbs. As Nom Nom Now points out, these healthful carbs are a great source of feline energy and nutrients that also happen to be highly palatable. Now, let's look at grains that obviously contain carbs. According to Nom Nom Now, the two reason grains are in cat food are food cost and palatability. But let's look at a very popular pet specialty brand. The protein in this case is chicken meal. Look up my episode on fillers demystified to learn what meal is in pet food. Followed by brewer's rice, corn gluten meal, wheat gluten, brown rice, pea fiber, rice hulls, dried plain beet pulp. Okay, corn and wheat are grains and carbs, both with high glycemic index with natural sugars. Research has shown that cats do not have sugar spikes from eating high glycemic index foods like a dog would, so that's one thing. In food brands that contain corn, for example, the reasoning is usually that corn is a rich source of fatty acids for healthy skin and coat. Grains in general, according to VCA Canada, are a good source of fiber, vitamins, minerals, and essential fatty acids. Some grains provide easily digestible protein. And even though cats are historically carnivores, their digestive tracts are pretty efficient at processing carbohydrates from grain. The gluten is a protein. So when you look at foods that contain wheat and corn, for example, the company will argue that these are used as good sources of fatty acids and digestible protein. But my question is, wouldn't I want my carnivore cat to get most of its protein from animals? In the wild, would I see a cat chowing down on a discarded ear of corn? Would the cats be ravaging the wheat fields? And if you remember my interview with Belinda Smith, she pointed out that often these ingredients are used as a binder for the animal protein, like adding an egg and breadcrumbs to your burger mix. According to SeniorCatWellness.com, 
Cats digest carbs less efficiently than other animals because they only have small amounts of digestive enzymes required for digesting carbs. For example, cats have low levels of amylase in their pancreas. This helps break down carbs. According to Diamond Foods, cats also lack a liver enzyme, glucokinase, which is responsible for converting glucose into a form that cells can use to make energy when the liver receives a large amount of glucose. But because many cats eat smaller portions, a healthy cat can efficiently digest and absorb and use dietary carbohydrates. So, of course, when it comes to nutrition and biology, it always sounds so complicated. So, do cats need grains and carbs? The answer is no. Is there any health risk to having carbs in their diet? No, as long as the cat is a grazer, meaning they eat several times throughout the day. Is it the best choice for food? Well, that's again debatable. Here is something that Nom Nom now recommends. While there is no research that indicates that grains are harmful for cats, we do know that grains are not a required component of a balanced feline diet. As obligate carnivores, cats can get all the nutrients they need from a high-protein, grain-free diet. When considering any food, look at the overall balance of proteins and nutrients rather than being overly concerned with the presence or lack of presence of any specific ingredient. As long as the nutritional building blocks are there, your cat will convert that food into the energy it needs to stay happy and healthy. Okay, sounds like good advice. But I wonder about foods that have most of the protein coming from grains and carbs instead of the meat. Wouldn't it be nutritionally more sound to feed a carnivore meat despite being quote-unquote able to convert the grain or carb protein? Personally, I don't like the direction that a cat is able to convert the grain or carb protein. To me, that isn't the way the system is ultimately designed to work. I would rather have a meat-forward formula with healthy carbs like spinach or juca. No, I wouldn't see a cat eating spinach leaves either, but the main source of the protein in a meat-forward food would be addressing the carnivore with the added benefit of the veg. Also, I don't like the cost of some of the foods that are quite heavy on the grains. If I'm going to pay that kind of money, I want meat to be the first three ingredients. So bottom line for me, I'll stick with high quality grain-free for my cats. All right, so we know about the structure of the dry food. So why is it that many cats like certain foods and turn their nose up at others? 
Cats, according to animalpath.org, react to food sometimes in an evolutionary way. Cats are driven to consume food that has a particular protein to fat ratio. They do have taste buds, but only 480 compared to the 9,000 humans have. And again, the sweet taste bud is pretty much non-existent as they are carnivores. It's the smell of food that really gets them interested. Also, they like the idea of fat. So when your cat loves yogurt or ice cream, it's the fat that they are after, not the sweet taste. Cats also have a funny reaction sometimes to trying new foods. It's possible that if a cat had not been introduced to a certain protein as a kitten, they will not venture into trying that protein. This may explain why some cats will not eat fish. Or sometimes cats will aversion eat or not eat. If they have had a bad experience with a certain protein, they often will not touch it again. Basically, cats taste sour, salty, bitter, meat, or savory. So because cats have limited taste abilities, it would follow that they wouldn't like every food put in front of them. Seeing as we are talking about dry cat food right now, you will notice that there are a lot of different proteins available. As we now know, cats do have taste buds for meat, and also the smell is very important to them. What one cat likes as a protein, another may not. So brands give a good selection so you can try a few to find the one your cat likes and also does well eating. This means that their fur looks good, their weight is good, and their stool is good. You can also find formulas that are specific to weight control, indoor formulas that have more natural herbs that keep the stool smell down, and less fat for an indoor cat. Hairball formulas, so in this case more fiber with grains to push those hairballs through. There can also be urinary formulas to help with cats that have had crystal issues or to prevent them. There are formulas for sensitive stomachs, you know, for the cats that throw everything up. There are formulas for senior cats, so less fat, and sometimes some more joint supplements included. Kitten for growing cats. There is also oral care, where the kibble is a bit bigger to make them chew. But the formula should have some kind of enzyme in it to help break down plaque for it to really do anything. And for cats that have allergies, there are formulas that have limited ingredients, meaning only one protein and grain-free. Bottom line on dry cat food is that it is in your best interest to feed a high-quality dry food because the cat will poop less and smell less when he or she does. Plus, as we know, good nutrition keeps the vet visit down to a minimum. Okay, so let's venture into wet food. 
There are so many types and styles of wet food for cats. It seems almost endless. Cat food can come in pate, so a more solid food, stewed with some veg and gravy, shredded, where you can see the protein in shredded bits, slices in gravy, minced, pouch food that can be like a very smooth pate to lots of gravy to bits and shredded meat. It really does go on and on. And these formulas can also come in senior, digestive, urinary, indoor, weight control, and kitten. The proteins, just like the dry, vary from chicken, salmon, duck, turkey, trout, combos of protein, you name it. The trick is to find which style your cat likes. Some cats are real pate eaters, while others will only eat stew. So yes, you may go through a few varieties before you find one. Now, I do not feed a lot of different canned foods. I stick to about two, maybe three, but that's it. I rotate these cans, but I try not to create pickiness by constantly changing the food. Remember, the cats do not know there is a store full of different food. So when you've run the gamut, that cat may wonder why food is repeating. And then we get, well, he used to eat this, but now he turns his nose up. So just a suggestion. In terms of eating wet food, it is a good thing as it contains a lot of the moisture that the cat will ingest. But some cats just are not wet food eaters. So if that is the case, make sure they are drinking water regularly. And you can try to increase their water intake by using an automatic waterer where the water is moving. Some cats really increase their water intake when they have one of these. But for the wet food connoisseurs, again, stick to the higher quality wet foods. These canned foods do not have harsh smells, so nor will your cat when he poops. And again, he will poop less. And something to try is to warm up the wet food when it comes out of the fridge. Some cats do not like their wet food after it has been stored in the fridge. This makes sense because, as a carnivore, they would eat their prey warm. It's worth a try if a cat is picky about this. So, let's touch on treats for a bit. Again, there are a lot of treats for cats. I'm not big on giving treats all the time, but some people swear by it. Treats can come in dental, hairball, and weight control. They also come in crunchy chewy, crunchy with chewy inside, and tubes that are fun. It's like a soft pate inside a tube, and you push the product up as the cat licks it. Rory loves these. It's hilarious to see his eyes so wide and focus. He gets these on his birthday, or if he catches a mouse, or sometimes just for fun. Cat treats, too, come in different qualities. You can definitely pick up cat treats at the grocery store or the dollar store, but let me just give you a comparison of two types of treats. 
a very, very popular brand has its ingredients in one formula as chicken, chicken meal, brewer's rice, poultry byproduct meal, wheat flour, corn gluten meal, animal fat preserved with mixed tocopherols. Remember in pet food when it says animal, we don't know what it is. Pea starch, etc. Here is a Canadian brand I chose. Ground pork liver, chicken, pork fat, oat bran, dried honey, organic pea flour, pumpkin, parsley, flax seed, catnip, turmeric, sea salt, rosemary. So for me, I would choose this brand. Yes, it will be more expensive than the first one. You can get the first one at the dollar store. If I see the word animal in an ingredient panel, I don't want it. No way. And I know cats love these cheap ones, but Rory just doesn't know they exist. And just a note on supplements for cats. Cats can benefit greatly from natural supplements. As I've said in the past, I managed Esme's renal issues with omega-alpha's kidney tone for two years. You can also help cats with supplements for boosting the immune system or for hip and joint. It's a bit harder to get supplements into cats because you have to be so careful as to how much you put into their wet food so they won't turn their nose up. If it's really important to have a cat take a liquid supplement, sometimes you have to just use a syringe. And don't forget that calming products can come in the form of a treat or liquid. I think the biggest thing I hear about cats when it comes to food is that they are picky, and some are extremely picky. People have tried so many types of canned food and have very little luck. Some find that their cat will only eat one type of canned food, and this has become a real issue lately as several companies are experiencing some major supply issues. But I don't know if I would call a cat that eats only one food picky. That cat sounds to me like they know what they like, and as long as the product is available, they are pretty low maintenance. But it has been a real challenge for many cat owners over this issue and supply. The other thing is to read your labels as well. Check out the amount of grains in the food. Remember, all grains are carbohydrates, but not all carbohydrates are grains. Questions surrounding grain in cat food should be directed to an animal nutritionist, and I would suggest a holistic animal nutritionist. Personally, I'm on the grain-free side for my cat, and as I've said, I don't want to pay some pretty huge bucks for certain brands that are full of grains well, my cat is a carnivore. So maybe going forward, we can try and change the narrative about cats and their eating styles. Cats are discerning, not picky. They have limited taste buds, so their food repertoire is not abundant. We can live with that. We just have to learn their food language. Because as I say... Knowing is caring. 
Thank you for listening to Val Talks Pets. Please remember to follow or subscribe to ensure that you never miss an episode. To really help the show and to make it easier for others to find, please rate and review each episode that you find interesting and helpful. And don't forget that you can also email me at val at valtalkspets.com with topics you would like me to address or with any questions you may have. Also, check out my website at valtalkspets.com and let me know what you think and how we can improve upon it. Thanks for caring.